What is up, my friends? Easton Hartzell here. I run the Learning Christ podcast. I run the Finding Christ Facebook and Instagram pages, and I'm grateful that you're listening today. Today, we are talking all about John chapter 2, 3, and 4. These have some of the most incredible stories throughout the whole New Testament, in my opinion. There's so many stories in in these chapters. I don't know if we'll even be able to get to all the aspects of them this week. Um, John chapter 2, we learn about water turning, or Christ turning water into wine. John chapter 3 is the great conversation between um, the Jewish ruler, the Jewish leader, um, Nicodemus and Christ. It's where we read John chapter three, verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And John chapter four is where we learn about the woman at the well and Christ telling her about herself. Um, incredible stories. But before I get started and and jump into some of my favorite verses here in verse two, I actually just want to tell you the purpose that I've started the page and the podcast and all that type of stuff. When we started the pod or the Facebook page, it was a couple years ago, I was on my mission, and the purpose was to help those who weren't members yet, to use it as a missionary tool to find, teach, and, and have good content for different missions and missionaries to use. That being said, since I've gotten home, that, that purpose has shifted and changed a little bit. Coming home from my mission was the hardest thing in the world, and I know it's really hard for a lot of people. Getting prepared for missions is really hard. You don't know what to do, you don't know how to prepare, you don't know even what a mission entails. Therefore, this Facebook page is for all of you who are preparing or who've gotten home from your missions. It's for the young adults. It's it's even for the older people who don't quite have the time to do their scripture study. I talk to my friends every day and talk to many people. And um, it's just life is busy. So it's incredibly hard to find the time to study our scriptures. I was talking to a coworker, a good friend of mine. His name's Craig. And, and Craig told me, he said, the number one reason people go inactive is because of sin. They don't know how to repent. They don't care to repent and that type of stuff. But he said the reason that the sin starts to happen, he said when he was a bishop, he would always ask the question when people would come and talk to him about their sins, he would ask the question, well, when was the last time you read your scriptures? When was the last time you prayed? When was the last time you went to the temple? When was the last time you fasted? When was the last time you did any of these things? And all too often, obviously this isn't every case, but all too often the, the, the answer was too long ago. I haven't been doing it. The purpose of this page, the purpose of this podcast is to give you an opportunity every single day to have a spiritual experience in the scriptures. Listen to it while you're getting ready in the morning. Listen to it when you're getting ready at the end of the day. Follow along with us in your scriptures. Don't follow along with us in your scriptures. Whatever you do, just have a spiritual experience every day. Connect with God. God needs you. God is proud of you. And God wants you to hear from him. God wants to talk to you. And and we can hear it through the pre-recorded voice of the Lord or the scriptures. So my friends, please share this with your friends. Please help other people hear this message because it is helpful. It will bless other people. Additionally, we're still looking and we're always looking for more people who can get on and bear their testimony and share some of their experiences with us. So if you'd be interested or you know somebody who else else who would be interested, ask them to uh, reach out to us on the page and, and we can help them get set up. We're going to read just a couple of verses here in John chapter 2 today. This is all about Christ um, turning water into wine and, and we just start out the, the chapter and It says, on the third day of the week, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Mary was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. So Jesus Christ and his best friends, his disciples, were all there. Uh, Disciples we oftentimes translate to to his apostles, but likely this would have been both men and women who would have gone and, and, and who were his students, and they were there. 
And the group, the people at the, the wedding wanted wine, but they didn't have any. Verse 4 says, Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what wilt thou have me do for thee? That will I do, for mine hour is not yet come. So basically he says, my time hasn't come. It is not time for my earthly ministry, but because you're my mom, I will do whatever you tell me to do. His mother saith unto the servants, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus saith unto them, fill these big, huge water jugs full of water um, up to the brim. Verse 8 says, and he saith unto them, draw up now and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. So he said, fill these up with water. Christ then turns it into wine. And he says, go change this or go give this to the governor of the feast, the guy in charge of the party. When the ruler of the, ta- when the, ruler of the feast had tasted the water that, had, that was made wine and knew not whence it was, he didn't know that it had originally been water. Um, he saith unto him, every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine. And when man have well drunk, then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. Basically, he says most people at these parties, they put out the best wine at the beginning until people get drunk, their senses are dulled, and then they bring out the bad wine. But you have done just the opposite. You had the, the okay, not great wine at the beginning, and then at the end, you brought out the best wine, the wine that Christ had made. He didn't know that Christ had changed it, but, but I love this story. What does wine represent? Wine represents Christ and his atonement. When Christ is bringing out his wine, he is literally giving them the blood of the lamb, the blood of himself. Maybe not literally, but symbolically. When we go for that, then it is the best. So we need to latch on to that, that sacrament, onto that ordinance, onto Christ's atonement. It says, This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory, and his disciples believed on him. Wouldn't you believe on Christ if you saw this miracle? My friends, I testify that you have seen these type of miracles. Maybe you haven't seen water get turned into wine, but you have seen these miracles. How cool is it, though, that Christ in his love, Christ in his glory, doesn't just create wine, but he creates the best wine. But if we go two chapters ahead, and we're going to be talking just a little bit about this story tomorrow, but two chapters ahead, it says in verse 14, I shall give him, shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. If we drink what Christ gives us, that that great wine, that that symbolism of Christ's atonement, if we take that upon ourselves, we will have everlasting and eternal life. God and Christ's goal is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of men. It's to help us get exalted and to live with them again. Christ's first miracle was changing water into wine. Christ's last miracle was turning water into wine, turning us, which is nothing, adding the blood of Christ, adding his wine, and changing us into something new. Christ is changed, and he is setting that example right from the beginning, right from his first miracle. He sets that example of change. That's what we must do every single day. Continue to strive to change, to become better, to be our best. But, my friends, we must rely on Christ and his atonement. I love Jesus Christ. I love our heavenly parents. I know that God loves this world. I know that they gave us, that he gave us his only begotten son, 
And I testify that through his son, we can have everlasting life. I love you all. Please make sure to share this with your friends. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Adios.